Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a tabletop RPG actual play podcast. To find out more about all our different shows, visit cityonahillgaming.com, check out our Discord in the link down below, or wherever you're listening to find podcasts. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming. Uh, I am I am your Ryan. Hello. Um, I am joined by your Greg. Yo. Your Peter. Hello. Your Daniel. Zug zug. I, okay, and your Grant. Uh, uh, hi, hi. I'm I'm here. Yes, he is. Uh, and this is now your Grant's problem, I think. Sure, Grant. Oh, have fun. You've always been my problem, all of you. We try. Um, I try to make myself everyone's problem, uh-huh. and I With love a you for it. Staggering degree of me. success. We do what we can. Uh, it's delightful. All right, so we are playing Wonder Home. Hooray! Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, when we we did some character creation and kind of a session zero uh, last time, and hopefully everybody's had a chance to listen to that. For you, I don't know how long it's been. Depends when you joined the podcast. Hello, dude, listeners. But uh, for us, it's been about a couple of weeks. So I'm going to just kind of remind everybody the way this works is we have a uh, a token based game. There are no dice here. Very free form. And we're playing fairly adorable animal people in a world where there's a lot uh, of problems to solve, but not a lot of dangers to overcome necessarily, unless we want there to be. Uh, I want to call this a fairly lighthearted game about friendship and traveling together and, kind of, you know, meetings and partings, to use a seasonal term from the Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, so... We uh, left off describing a little town called Berryford. So real quick, I would love everybody to just reintroduce their characters. uh, And definitely, um, I'd also like everybody to read the little descriptive line that's right next to your playbook name, if you don't mind. So um, Ryan, can we start with you? Sure. And Bria? Uh, yes, my character is Bria Splittail. Uh, she is a skunk firelight. And the line you mentioned for firelight... Oh, move the thing. It is easy to get lost in the darkness and the deep. The firefly at your side will always guide the way. You are alive. Your care is forward-thinking, mutual, and shining bright. Thank you much. Uh, Greg, can I get you to do the same for yours? Yes, I am Pebble, the penguin. I am the ragamuffin. Run, scream, play, steal, and above all, live. You are alive. Your care is expert, honest, and naive. Uh, exuberant, I think. Is, yes? Exuberant. I don't know. E-X-U-B-E-R-A-N-T. Exuberant. Word I've seen before, but I've never actually heard spoken, so thank no. you. That's no, no problem. All right. And Peter? Uh, I am playing Archibald, who is a walrus, and he is the peddler. The road is long and filled with merchants, traders, and everyone else doing their part to make sure every wire in the haith is provided for. No one's home can stand alone. You are alive. Your care is material, solid, and dependable. I think Daniel. Yep. Yes, I am playing Marion, who is a caribou. And a pilgrim. 
The spirits have given you a path forward, a place you hope you can finally give you what you seek. Some days you worry you'll never make it there at all. You are alive. Your care is enduring, faithful, and expressed one step at a time. Fantastic. Thank you. So we are starting off just arriving in Berryford. Um, and it is the month of till soil. There are five seasons in the Heath. Uh, those are, and let me pull up my list here real quick. Um, leap, bright, breathe, silt, and chill. And it is till soil in the season of leap. Uh, the first month of the year, chill has ended. The ground is just starting to warm up for planting. Uh, and there's a little list of things that this place lacks uh, or that are present. Uh, and I'm going to say that given what we've described, this place is lacking fertile soil, but otherwise it has constant and challenging work, gentle rain, and the occasional chilly day. Given that this is fairly far up in the mountains and rather chilly, chilly days are something of a standout. Um, but I would love it if uh, folks can give me, you know, well, I think actually, I think we may have talked about this last last time, but maybe not. I'm going to say that there are a couple of, well, you know what? I'm going to run this part of it just to save you guys a little bit of effort here. Um, you arrive in Berryford and there are signs of everybody kind of coming back up out of this, you know, almost hibernation of people just getting through chill, right? Um, the town is muddy. Snow is slightly melty. Um, <laughs> some of it quickly melting. You can see muddy pant legs all over the place. Um, it's a bright day. Clouds are fluffy, looking great. Uh, and there's a sound of just work going on everywhere. And one of the songs that one of the sounds is just this sort of cadence of different work songs that all sort of seem to have about the same beat. Different words, different tunes, but the beat kind of remains the same no matter where you go in Berryford. Um, now, we talked last time about Berryford, and it's got, uh, just so everyone remembers, um, it's got some kind of a garden trait and a hillock trait and a bridge trait. You can look at uh, Berryford in the character keeper if you want to. Uh, but just as a reminder, the common folks that we have around here are polar bears, snowshoe hares, wolverines, and arctic foxes. Um, and the uh, forgotten spirits around the place are little sprites living in ancient lichen-encrusted stone shrines and cairns, uh, both within Berryford and out in the fields or hills around it. Berryford is probably visually dominated by this big bridge leading up to the glacier. You guys have come in elsewhere. Um, I think the first question I need to ask is, are you traveling just with the four of you, or do you have some other folks with you? Um, we might've come in as part of like a larger group that kind of like trickled together on the road. But I think as in terms of like permanent traveling companions, we're probably it. Okay. 
sounds good. Sorry. Next question for you. Does anybody know anyone in Berryford? I'll go uh, with I don't. Pebble also does not. Okay. Considering that I have no someone who can help is one of the things I can always do, I think the answer to that's probably yes for Archibald. Okay. Excellent. Well, I would imagine since I'm traveling with Archibald, then yes. Cool. Alrighty. The Believe same it or not, person. this is actually something that the game suggests you track um, because there are different things for each month and um, as you, if in a longer campaign, when you wrap back around, uh, you can eventually tick off a number of marks and something special kind of happens, um, like just storytelling-wise, just to kind of mix things up so you don't have the same seasons every year. That's always just fun to track. And it's, if nothing else, good to ask interesting questions. I don't expect this campaign to last that long, but it's a good way to get us started. So then I have to ask, Archibald, who do you know? here in Berryford. Mm, let's see here. Honestly, probably some berry farmers, like since that was one of the things that we established is mm -hmm. um, Archibald does trade in food and uh, there's food produced here. So there's some specific type of probably like cranberry-like fruit that can be um, dried and transported easily. Okay. And uh, he probably so, acquires that here. Uh, what what sort of creature are they? Um, berry tenders. Oh no, sorry. Uh, bear, hare, wolverine, arctic fox. Right, right. Or no, else. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think here. Out of the um, pigs, probably probably the hares. Honestly, like. Um, <laughs> if, if we had like grizzly bears, I would say them, but polar bears are more like obligate carnivore almost. So I, I think we're going to go with the snowshoe hares are the. Okay. Cool. Um, and what's their name as a group? No. What's, what's, if you know somebody, oh, uh, what's their one name? of the, uh, one of the individuals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Perry. Perry? All right. Perry. P-E-R-R-Y. Excellent. Does he uh, wear a little hat? Like a fur? Sure. No. Probably not. He probably wears overalls and has berry stains on his hands. However, I, I hear that the family that bottles the water near there, the Perry hairs, really nice, oh. effervescent. <sighs> Oh, okay. That was your strongest, one of your strongest reaches of all time. I, that was really, oof. Okay. <laughs> Period. Oh, ah. We're just starting. We are. <laughs> this I is why I wanted to get started early. All right. <laughs> um. Wow. <laughs> we do have to budget our time around this kind of thing, I suppose. I know my audience, and it's. A group of people who make puns. Um, listeners, you, sort of, list. you get the puns sort of as a, a secondary effect of me running a game, I guess. I don't know how this works. Ryan, help me out. Get me out of this. No, one. that's just the um, effect of City on a Hill. That's Again, true. I Fact. make it everyone's problem. Yeah. I tell you what, you can participate too. Uh, use social media or email to send Ryan your puns. Oh, and I'll send them to Cameron because <laughs> I know how much he loves them. There you go. <sighs> yeah. So, yes, yeah, so that's going to be Cameron. 
at first geek 411 yes uh, send all sure. puns to him please yep. let's go with that all right tell him we sent you oh uh, very good okay so so we've got that and uh, i'm gonna say that what he seems like a sturdy fellow probably any other traits that uh perry has anyone don't worry about picking like a, a precise name just kind of describe him and i'll find something that's I mean, I can I can keep throwing stuff in if you want. <laughs> sure, or other people can't. Uh, Industrious. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and chatty. Chatty. Oh, oh, good, good, good. I do like chatty. It's kind oh. of um going against the farmer stereotype. I like that. Chatty farmer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't know. So if we're gonna go to get stereotype, also a little lazy. Well, you mm. can't have industrious. Yeah, he already said industrious. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Well, I mean, you I'm can. Eating. People are filled with contradictions, but still. There we go. I don't. I don't mean to know but you. <laughs> oh well, maybe he is industrious in the fact that he sees other people's ideas, pays pays to work with them, and then claim them as his own, and then drive them into the ground. I want to like this guy though. Yeah, I, I don't know that I never necessarily want Perry to be like a horrible person. Uh, robber Baron? Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't, we weren't making a coal baron. It's a guy who grows yeah. cranberries on the side. Like He's, he's a berry farmer, for Jesus sakes. He I didn't realize we were going to delve into the world berry of... farmer. We were going to delve into the world of big cranberry. That's not... No. Fair enough. All right. Well, he's sturdy, raucous, and friendly. That seems to about track. All right. I'm not going to worry too much about it. We can just play them as they go. So, when you arrive, so I want to remind everybody, in the Haith, there is a tradition of hospitality, right? Um, It's a widespread culture of hospitality. Anybody who arrives in a new town is always going to be able to find some sort of lodging, even if that is just sleeping in a barn with some bumbles. Uh, And you'll always be given some food and some water. There's a, a trust here, obviously. If you betray that trust, you get kicked out. But if you're kind and you mean well, eh, you're welcomed in. Uh, so are you going to Perry's farm or are you looking to stay in Berryford proper? Perry's probably farm? Wanna... Okay. I'd probably want to stay in the town proper because... Yeah, you're. I can make more deals and stuff that way. That's fair. Yeah, he's a a a peddler. We want him to be in the midst of the commerce. You do have to be able to peddle. Okay. Cool. Well, it sounds like y'all are consenting to that. Then that's great. What do you see walking through Berryford? Go ahead and start thinking about having conversations with your uh, amongst yourselves about what you see. Uh, we have established that there are market stalls all over Berryford, for example, bright, uh, like brightly co- colored market stalls, um, but also a lot of kind of mud brick houses, essentially. And um, just, there's a lot of mud in general. <laughs> uh, what what are things looking like and how how are you all reacting to it? What do you see that's interesting? I imagine like your classic little home on the prairie, sort of like elementary school class 
like walking through town with their teacher, except it's all, you know, three-year-old polar bears and wolverines. Um, and then, then the teacher's uh, an Arctic hare, because for some reason the idea of the rabbit being charged of small carnivorous creatures makes me chuckle. Uh, or, well, omnivorous creatures in the case of polar bears, but potato, potato. Um, I, li- I like the idea that there's like a... The, it's not just a farming village. Like, there's a little more to it, even if it is all made of like pikerite and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's still a school and such. Sure. Bereford certainly uh, a bit of a trade center. I want to suggest a scene where Please. there's um we'll say this is one of the Arctic foxes that's a herder and is trying to sell some like um younger bumbles and one has gotten out and is just running around causing like mischief around the like this kind of bridge trading stall thing Mm -hmm. as he chases after it and his assistant tries to keep the other ones from wandering away well that sounds like the kind of thing that uh, somebody might need a hand with it certainly does anybody want to start jumping on that uh yeah i um will kind of, uh, I guess you like kind of, kind of sprint out and like help herd the, the bumble. I mean, it's not really my strength, but I mean, someone needs help. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, step in and help. All right. Uh, Does this work as well as you want it to? Um, you know, I, I'm going to. I don't think mechanically I have a way to make it work as well as I want it to. Oh no, nobody has a mechanic to do anything. You have a mechanic, but you have mechanics to describe how things are done. This is not a game that's about success or failure. This is a game about you telling me and everyone else how the story goes. Now do remember you get tokens, right? And you see those on the bottom of your playbook for doing certain things and you can spend tokens for doing other things. Plus there are always things you can always do. So uh, what I what I think I what I would like to happen is that I would like to to kind of be the one to spring into action to help to do something kind and sure uh, ideally um, other folks will see an act of generosity and kind of share in it. All right, this is this is kind of a, a new urgent like a, a you know a. a, a bustling kind of time so maybe mm. people are in a little bit better mood sure absolutely but let me ask this um does pebble do well catching a bumble yes well yes at first interesting goes yeah. in perfectly catches perfectly and then down over daniel do you like uh yes at first oh Yes, I love yes at first. Okay. And uh, then I suppose between the two of us trying to clumsily help, because I'm not, I'm no shepherd. I'm just a pilgrim. Uh, It's, you know, we're earnest and maybe we make it a little, a little more, a little more chaotic. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, You get the bumble back in the stall or? Eventually. Eventually. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, to, to help with this while this is going on, like Archibald is just going to kind of like 
casually like walk his you know laden like giant stag beetle like kind of over close to the entrance to the stall where they are and just have it kind of hunker down just kind of block any other ones from getting out as they're kind of buzzing around and the assistant is looking very like harried and then he'll just kind of like give the um the assistant like a knowing nod a little smile and like lean up against the far side of his beetle and pop open a book (laughs) fair enough the uh no i was just parking my beetle here i don't know that i'm helping you (laughs) um the this uh this bumble herders assistant uh who is a rather gangly polar bear cub um you know mostly grown but a little on the uh teenagery side shall we say um okay he's he's maybe as much help as Marion is uh possibly less help than pebble uh <laughs> it's hard to say he's you can tell um from some of the things he says this is maybe his first time kind of doing this by himself right um he's he's trying very hard but you know there, there's that anxiety of got to do it right how did how did the you know how did my parents do this or my you know my uh my teacher do this they're trusting me ah what oh no things went wrong just some of that some of that panic happening but you do eventually between the three of you tackle one bumble and get it herded back in and um our friend here who's uh whose name is robert is extremely grateful he's kind of got that youthful over tendency to say thank you when he's nervous around adults I'll uh I'll give him a a smile like kind of pat him on the shoulder and um I will kind of reverse pickpocket him and slip him a small like manual on bumble herding that was part of my wares as <laughs> he's kind of distracted by me like patting him on the shoulder and telling him he did a good job and stuff mm-hmm. and then I will leave <clears throat> okay Cool. In that case, Archibald and Marion, both of you get a token because you both okay. have done something kind without getting anything in return. So okay. we'll go with that. So um, carrying on, uh, Ryan, where does Bria find that uh, she thinks would be a good place to ask for lodging? Is there sort of a... um? what is it Barryford does Barryford have sort of like a community in inside community building you tell me yes excellent um we'll we'll head towards the in indoor community festival building it's kind of a, a town hall community center kind of thing kind of thing yeah that's kind of I assume in the middle of town that's um, not very big but is multi-purpose and is not currently being used for anything okay sure it's it's so muddy out this way. So very um, muddy. Well, <laughs> everybody's out and about, and for all that, you know, you're headed towards this place. This particular uh, area of town is actually not. You're pushing your way through crowded 
market streets and people fighting with market stalls and that sort of thing. And when you get to this particular building, it's looking maybe a little underutilized at the moment. Everybody's got houses and stalls and herds and uh, you know tasks to attend to, but it all sort of seems, at least this morning, a lot of individual tasks. People are are de-winterizing essentially because winterizing is a word, even though chill is the name of the season, but I can only do so much with language. Um, people are, are, are defrosting their houses almost and, you know, doing what they can to clean things up, getting everything going kind of for themselves. And they have it, maybe they haven't gotten around yet to doing as much out here. The streets are a little less crowded and the, this community building doesn't seem to have a whole lot of people coming in and out. A few, but not not a ton of activity. Uh, she, Bria will look at Archibald. This might be a good place for you to set up. Hmm. I like the way you think. Not a whole lot of competition, even if there aren't a whole lot of customers. He kind of waves his beetle over and starts, like, unpacking things and setting up a little table and stuff. Hmm. Um, how would you say the general mood and attitude of the people around are? You said it's everyone's doing like individual things. Individual in the sense of um, they're working on their own buildings first, right? That that's really what it comes down to. You can tell that uh, the the attitude's good. There's a lot of industry going on. People are happy to be out in the sun from little bit snippets of conversation. You hear there's a, quite a lot of, oh, it's nice to have a warm day for once, that kind of thing. You just got to defrost your house before you defrost the rest of town. Yeah, essentially. Put your own air mask on before you assist somebody with their own. I mean, very often. I mean, look, somebody's got to, you know, get the, the, the stalls put up and stocked and the bumbles Herdited. out to pasture. The bumbles bimbled. <laughs> gotta pasture your bumbles. Hey, we yeah. always gotta remember to take care of the bumbles. They always know what the good buzz is. They do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't believe it. Hmm. Hmm. Got rid of that one quickly. I appreciate that. That's good. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll look for whoever your honeyed is. words will not save you. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I'll, I'll look for whoever, whoever's in charge of the community center. Sure, just gonna um, comb the place for that, will you? Yeah, it is. Cool. Who do you find? Uh, I find. Let me look, let me look back at the Berryford list. Um, I find a Wolverine man. Uh, they call him Grin. Grin. Smiles Excellent. a lot. Cool. Big smile, toothy smile. So definitely, definitely not his real name. No, it's just what people call him. Excellent. So, what when you say he's in charge of this community center? What's that entail? Uh, he's the mayor of Barryford, and this is this is the building he operates out of. Interesting. And by okay. mayor, I mean uh, community events planner, mayor, uh, dentist, and uh, also has to run two stores. Because Berryford is not very big. Yeah, wear a lot of hats. Small town, a lot of hats. <laughs> okay, so so he's a dentist. Honestly, that's you've got you know a uh, couple of of predator species here, 
dentistry is probably a big, pretty uh, big pretty solid occupation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the dentistry was a joke, but it actually fit, so we're going to run with it. Yeah. Well, and, as, you know, as, goodness as knows, hairs needs money, plus the occasional, you know, other uh, herbivore. You've seen the plants around here. They're not the 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 most delicate things. Can't imagine being a dentist yeah. for a polar bear. I, I mean, heck, can you problem. imagine being a dentist for a hair that has to, like, subsist mostly on root vegetables? Like, that's Ooh. a task, too. As somebody who just had a canine extracted, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, let me tell you, in real life, wildlife dentists are delightful. Just, all right, well, trank this guy up and pull the mouth open. <laughs> He'll be fine when he gotta, wakes up. Yeah, at that yeah. point, you got to love your job. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would love that job. I'm not going to lie. I would hate that job. Well, who's a good 700-pound kitty? You are. Yeah. You are. <laughs> so I'd I'm going to pull your teeth. <laughs> I never actually knew what... Predator. <laughs> all I'd ever seen is, like, extractions in cartoons, so I didn't know what an actual tooth extraction involved. Oh, I, I watched a lot of nature shows. Less pliers, kid. I imagine? And no. Well, oh, more pliers. Lots of pliers. Oh, no. <laughs> like... Four sets. different sets of pliers. There's only one tooth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then injecting in the um, bone graft. Yeah. Oh. Fun times. <laughs> we mm. should move on before one of our listeners gets the ick. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Tooth. <laughs> teeth stuff. Teeth. Teeth. Yep. Tooth scissors. All right. Yeah. So you found the, if not the mayor, at least... One of the community leaders here in yeah, Grin. Yeah. And uh I don't know, give me a give me a trait or two for him. Um uh, overwhelmed. Yeah. Overwhelmed. Sure, you know what? We can go with nervous. I like nervous. There you go. Um and then uh something kind of positive about him. Um is he like a a friendly sort or giving? giving sure so we can uh let me see if i have anything like that i'm sort of picking from the the list the here. list yeah yeah um because those have some things that like they can do um maybe go with um honest at any rate there you go cool all right two's good enough for for this fellow we can add more as we go all right so grin uh is happy to to see you it's, well, travelers from uh, far off, I'm glad to see y'all. Made it up here pretty early. I don't want to say you're the first, but uh, not too many. We've arrived before you. It's nice to see. Nice to meet you. Archib- Archibald smiles and says, Grin! <laughs> How's it been up here since I've been here last? Bob is that. Kind of defogs his glasses. I think we've met before, haven't we? We have. Oh. Archibald uh, hands him a small jar of honey. Thank you. Here. Um, I, I, oh, it's your favorite type from the Southern Lands. Yes, and I know how much I know how much I bought it from you last time. So, one moment. Well, we'll give you a discount this time. Repeat customer and all that. Fine, fine, fair enough, fair enough. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, well, is everything okay with? All of you, any, any problems, needs, concerns? I was just wanting to set my booth up here. <clears throat> oh, 
Certainly. Yes. Should be fine. Um, I tell you what, uh, let me, it's not, well, hmm. I don't know about here necessarily, but uh, maybe street or two over uh, more of the main uh, market fair. You'll probably have more people there. Uh, folks looking to, to get started trading. Archibald kind of like um, absentmindedly like picks at one of his tusks. It's kind of like a chin scratching kind of a emotion, but it's, you know, he's got these big long tusks because mm-hmm. he's a walrus. The, the... Hmm. Yes, I suppose traffic would be better over that way. Yes, yeah. Sorry, I don't want to, to necessarily tell you how to do your job, but I do know the town somewhat. Um Hey, if that's where the traffic is, that's where I should be. Yes, yes, for sure. Well, ah, good. Um, I'll certainly go ahead and just uh, set up your stall wherever you, you know, just follow the the lead of the others. Shouldn't be a problem. Um, Have you found lodging yet or? We were still in the process of looking for some. Uh, Figured I'd get set up and. My companions could find us a place to stay. Sure, sure. Well, I tell you, at least for the next few days, if you can't find anywhere more comfortable, you can certainly uh, stay here. It's not going to be much better than a you know hard floor and uh, a roof over your head, but a roof's welcome, always is, and uh, certainly be able to get you uh, a little something. I- I'd welcome you into my own home, but <clears throat> somebody else already claimed that uh but i at least can uh can let you stay here um and if if you're going to be in town longer i can certainly uh see what we can do about someplace a little more permanent if if that's okay with you that would be wonderful and far more than i would expect on such short notice oh well you know how it is uh, sorry i can't necessarily do better um well Anyway, nor but, would any reasonable person expect you to, my good man. Hmm. <clears throat> Fair enough. Uh, yes, well, I'll let you get to it then. But um, if you don't find anything better, I suppose uh, come back here. Uh, I should be, I'll be here all most of the day in and out, but um, I'll make sure to come back. Oh, glances up an hour before sundown. Just uh, if one of you will meet me here, if you haven't found anywhere better. I'll uh, I'll make sure that you've got a, a space that you can Certainly. claim for a bit. And uh, I I think you'd be surprised how homey we can make this place given a an hour or two to set up. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. All right. Well, I'll I'll let you um get get to it then. But thank you. Yes. So Archibald will just kind of march his beetle over to the location that uh, Grin suggested, and um. He he has clearly done this before. Like um, Archibald kind of like <laughs> loosens a strap, like unfolds like a structure, kind of yanks on um, something. And it's almost like not quite, but his booth just kind of pops up like um, he's got to set out a few boxes and stuff. But it's it's one of those, you know, like blink and you'll miss what he did kind of a thing. Just kind of humming cheerfully to himself and putting out boxes of things. And like anybody who 
wanders by to do like early browsing will be allowed to do so but will also kind of be conscripted to help put things out as hey would you just set this over there and yeah you know, like yep. kind of just jovially you know tasks whoever happens by with helping him get things set up this is why marion follows along so he can yes. help so. excellent uh pebble what's so distracting in the market that you just you can not. You've got to get distracted. Some other children's pill beetles are pill bugs are just kind of running in between some of the stalls back and forth. Hmm. Okay. Uh, other kids chasing them around or are they just kind of uh, let loose? They're just kind of let loose for the day. Hmm. Okay. What you doing with them? Oh, they have got to be pet. Nice. Especially once they roll up. Yeah. <laughs> I can almost picture like a little xylophone sound as you pet them <laughs> with the little interlocking plates. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking more like an accordion as it folds up. <laughs> <laughs> Either one of these is a good option. Perhaps even both. <laughs> See, I, I was thinking that you just kind of run your hand over the uh, the plates as it's rolled up, and it makes that like sound as you like run your hand over corrugated plastic. See, you get enough pill bugs, you have a whole band. It's true. That's true. Like beans are the musical fruit, pill bugs are the musical pet. Excellent. I love it. And this is my reminder to everybody to do, you know, make sure that you keep an eye on the things you can always do to, to take the initiative and, and run with things. Because remember, I'm here to facilitate, but you guys are welcome to, you know, you're journeying together. So I know, I know it's a different um, paradigm of gaming than we're used to, but you know, don't be, don't be afraid to take the initiative on stuff. Bria will walk over to where he's playing with the pill bugs and mm -hmm. sit down on the ground next to him. Ah, look, if you poke them on the nose like this, and she boops one of them on the nose, they'll unfold and you can scratch their bellies. And she pets a pill bug. Nice. Excellent. That's something uh, I might could actually pick that up. Yeah, I didn't pick it up, unfortunately. Listeners at home, I was trying to scratch my mic to make it make a scratching noise. What's this? <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, yes. There we go. We got something Perfect. on there. Um, we I now have sound effects. <laughs> there we go. That's the closest we're going to get to a soundboard on this show, I World's assume. World's worst fully effects. <laughs> um, we oh, it's within our budget. <laughs> yeah. That, that Ryan, makes them the world's um, best fully effects. Uh, go ahead and take a token for taking a moment to watch a tiny moment of beauty and describing it. Ah. That just, you know investigating the delightful nature of a pill bug. I love that. I'm getting too many good episode names out of this. All right. Oh, you, you didn't want to just name this one like, um, I don't know, Till Soil in Berryford? Oh, I was thinking delightful nature of the pill bug. I, it's probably stronger. You're right. That's like the um, third name I've considered just in the last 45 minutes. So I might have a problem. Episode naming is part of the part of the fun. Unfortunately, there is a bit of a problem with uh, this market. <laughs> Several times, there are just enormous gusts of wind. And frankly, 
it's pretty windy the entire time. The it's not easy to set up stalls. And some of the folks near you are they are struggling hard. I'll find one and I'll use do you need a hand? I will ask, do you need a hand? Oh yes, yes, please. You can see this is a an older woman, um one of the uh <clears throat> excuse me, uh Arctic fox folk in the area. Um she's she's definitely struggling. She's got a canopy she's trying to set up, and she she's gone back and forth trying to get the canopy set up chase it down set up chase it down she's shifted a few times and you know the day's half done she doesn't have she hasn't managed to make a sale because she's just been trying to get everything set up so that she can be present in this place and able to actually sell her wares i'll use my staff to hold one side to reach up and hold one side down while she goes and pulls the other side okay cool are you spending a token to do any of those those things um, to see. like do a more permanent solution or are you sure uh, I'll cool. do, provide a solution for an aspect of a material or immediate problem all right cool yeah you can help out with that you've, you've got her um held out and really just with an extra pair of hands younger pair of hands takes a little while but you get her set back up which is good what does she sell that's a great question. Somebody tell me. Uh, you said this is an older woman, probably yeah. some kind of fabric handcrafts. Let's say mm. uh, knitted or like knotted rugs. Macrame. I like knotted rugs. That's a good choice. It's something you could make over the course of chill. Oh, well, yeah. you're stuck inside. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. And let me, let me throw out there too the the fibers that she's made this out of they're they're definitely brightly dyed but they're kind of thick plant fibers these are um kind of large hmm. knotted rugs designed for heavy wear and tear the kind of thing that might do especially well in a very muddy town especially here in the month of till soil as everything <laughs> begins to thaw so that's that's good at least i compliment her color choices well thank you they're uh old dyes that well my mother and grandmother passed uh developed the the mixtures of dyes from local berries of course it always changes just a little bit you know how it is uh, mm. no berry is exactly the same as another of course i'm gonna use i have a deal for you with this um woman mm -hmm. and uh i'm gonna say i have a business proposal for you um he uh he walks up with a um like a collection of small vials of dyes from various parts of the world that you can't get from here mm -hmm. i would like to trade you these dyes that will probably be hard to find locally for one of your rugs because I would like something for my customers to stand on as they're browsing. And if anybody asks where I got the rug from, I will send them your way. Hmm. 
Interesting. Does anyone want to take uh, the part of this woman, or do you want me to? I've already talked to her, so I think that'd be weird. Sure. All right, that's fine. I can do it. Just want to throw that out there. Oh, well, that's that's a it's more than a fair deal. Let me see. Looks if you would rather stall. have some different colors, I have more back there too. I just no, no. Honestly, the um, these these will last quite some time for what I'm I'm doing. It's my concern is you're being a little over generous. I would think. Let me, but I'm not going to complain too much. No, I think I can make that happen. I tell you what, I've, here. I think if um, you sit down and do the math, you'll find that this is a very equitable trade, my good woman. Yes, but then again, your stall and your uh, <clears throat> your rolly uh, bug pulling your wagon, well, a bit larger than mine. Here. And she kind of pulls out, not quite struggling under the weight, but you can tell like this is sort of about as big a rug as she can probably handle these days. Okay. Um what is a a relatively large uh mat it's pretty thick and more importantly uh longer than the others by maybe a foot here this one <laughs> this one got away from me a little bit but it should uh, cover everything in front of you just fine oh this is perfect thank you Thanks for listening to City on a Hill Gaming. To find out more, visit cityonahillgaming.com or use the link in the description down below to join our Discord server. Thanks as always to our Patreon supporters, Brian, Sir Lord Epic Name, Andrew, Christina, Tony, Joanne, and Grizzly Rich. We really appreciate everything you do to help support our show. Thanks for listening, and have a blessed day. Click start recording. I've clicked start recording. Uh, uh, Grant, check your sound, hey. please. There was a man named Ulf, the son of Bjalfiend of Halvera, the daughter of Ulf the Fearless. She was the sister of Halbjorn Half-Troll from Half-Krafnista, the father of Ketilhang. Ulf was so big and strong that no man was a match for him, and he was still only a youth when he became a Viking and went raiding. His companion was Kari from Barrow. A man of high birth who had the strength and courage to perform great deeds. Kari was a berserk. He and Ulf shared all they owned and were close friends. It's the first paragraph of uh, Eagle's saga uh, from my brand new collection of the sagas of Icelanders. Some big old 770 page tome of the collected Icelandic sagas. I'm very excited. Sick. Does it have the story that the Northmen is based on? I have no idea. One of my college I teachers would be deeply jealous of that. Just got it. Uh, but it's very cool because it's got a whole bunch of uh, the different tales and sagas, maps, images, um, <laughs> quite a lot of preface and introduction and further reading and notes and all sorts of fun stuff. So, yeah. Uh, interestingly, they're all translated by different uh, translators, which is kind of neat. Good. You can avoid uh, biases that way. Yeah, it'll be interesting. More by you can compare biases. <laughs> I cannot. I'm reading these for fun. Greg, sound check.
Set in the not-too-distant future, the story is told by a Catholic priest who also happens to be a woman, as the Catholic Church has recently had difficulty attracting qualified men. Her full name is Isabel Alexandria Wayland, but she is known as Alex by her friends and as Mother Alex in her priestly role as head of St. Luke's Catholic Church in Louisville, Kentucky. A highly unusual woman, she is tall, lean, and beautiful with fiery red hair. She also has a no-nonsense attitude, can be distinctly irreverent at times, and secretly has difficulty suppressing her yamba. Sorry, I had actually finished reading all of that yet. What is what is this? Book my cousin wrote. Oh. Ah, okay. Peter, sound check. Four for four. As I was wandering the world, trying so hard to find you to give me purpose in this life I'd lost, and as I learned to forgive you for all you'd done, destiny opened a door and showed you weren't the one worth searching for. But as time wore away at my will to carry on, only vengeance could take what I'd give to see it done. When I finally found the words, the ones I knew would wake you, to take you from her and to make you mine, somehow all I felt was hollow. Please tell me why. Nothing is ever the way you think that it should be. It's not the same. As we stand in this place and you wonder who I am, can't you see in my face I'm his son, his earth and ash? And you are here as servant one last time. Together we will bring her to the light. No more hiding away in your apex again, not when spending your days as a slave is near at end. I promise this. I vow to set you free. You are the answer. You are my legacy. KS? Those are the lyrics to the song Legacy from uh, the album Abyss by Unleash the Archers. It is basically the good guys talking, um, meeting kind of for the first time to to bring down the villain. Um, Apex and Abyss form like a 20-part story between the two of them, and it is very, very good. Um, I would... I would not say, you know, like appropriate for young children, but should be fine for teenagers. Um, but like solid, actual sci-fi slash fantasy story with character growth and redemption and even a little bit of genuine suspense in there, all in the limited medium of song lyrics. Intrigue. Daniel. Yeah. All right. Uh Ancestral knowledge is one in a blue enchantment with cumulative upkeep one. When ancestral knowledge enters the battlefield, look at the top 10 cards of your library, then exile any number of them, and put the rest back on top of your library in any order. When ancestral knowledge leaves the battlefield, shuffle your library. I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> That is a four and a half dollar card because of the reserve list. Oh, it's from Weatherlight. 